0: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Another opportunity today to just look a little more deeply under the surface of what it is to be a praying Christian believer and sometimes in our prayer walk we tend to be fairly shallow So how do you go from shallow to being a little deeper and taking things beyond what so many seem to do is pray along the lines of self-interest? Well, let's get some thoughts today on prayer from Robin Johnson, the founder of A Million Praying Men. Robin Johnson, welcome back to 2020.
1: Uh, Hi, Neil. Great to be back, and hi to all the listeners. Robin, do you think that,
0: and particularly men, but let's include women here, that we have a tendency to pray along our own self-interest, a very insular sort of prayer, uh, things that are affecting us as individuals, rarely going beyond our own self-interest? What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, We do because, you know, it's the things that are closest to our heart that we're, we're interested in. And when I talk about self-interest, I'm, I'm not talking about that in a critical sense, um, because we do need to pray for the things that are close to our own heart. But we also need to extend ourselves. And there are many opportunities for doing that. And, uh, you know, as, as missionaries, um, one of the things that's really on our heart is, is to pray for serving missionaries and, and national workers um, who desperately need our prayers to sustain the work that they're doing.
0: Is there a sense in which there is real wisdom in the idea of adopting someone who is a serving missionary, someone who is serving even in ministry, might be in your neighborhood, might be nationally, but to have some sort of adopted person that you know they're going through challenges, you know they need the hand of God to be able to do the amazing things they're called to do. So the idea of adopting people in your prayer life, how how important, how significant is that?
1: Oh, I, I think it's very important, and it is significant. I mean, as as we've served as missionaries and and still do, um, the answers to prayer. Um, you know, we could write another book how how that God has intervened, um, and uh, just at the right time with someone pray. Um, we had occasions several years ago. I was in a situation, and it was a bit of a security risk that I, I was caught in through no one's fault. It just one of those things that happened, and uh, anyway, things worked out well, and there was no issues, and we just said, "Oh well, we you know we missed a bullet, so to speak." I mean, it wasn't that severe, but yeah, <laughs> probably a wrong illustration, but we got through. But it was uh, several weeks later when. Um, we were home and, and we had friends who had been traveling with us at a particular time. Um, and, uh, the, one of the sisters, a sister of one of the people on our team rang the, 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 um, the lady and said, Oh, listen, what what was happening on such and such a day um, in the middle of the night? And, uh, the lady said, Oh, nothing. And it was like, you know, two o'clock in the morning or something. And um, she said, Oh, nothing. I, I was in bed in the hotel. She said, Oh, that's strange. She said, I was, I, I the Lord told me to pray and I was praying for the team. And, you know, oh, she said, Just a minute. What day was that? Anyway, she w- walked it back in her mind and said, Oh, that's the day when Pastor Robin had a security issue. <laughs> hmm. And uh, there she was, you know, thousands of kilometres away back in New Zealand praying for us. <laughs>
0: And there's a sense here, and I think listeners can hear your heartbeat, that when you are serving on the front lines in mission, there is a buoyancy uh, that comes to the way you might get up in the morning and face the day because there are people who are back home or people around the world who have adopted you as some sort of a prayer partner and they're praying for you in the situation. They don't always know all the details, but you can feel that buoyancy. Is that the way that, that it seems to happen like that? Uh, that, you know, you the presence of God is is uh, much more powerful because there are a tribe of wonderful believers who are praying for you? How does it work like right. that, Robin?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Every time. I mean, we know we've got people praying for us. We've have- you know, people that we're close to, people in our church and others that, you know, we're, when we're away, we have some people that commit themselves to praying for us every single day. I'm out of the country. Um, and and I, I keep writing home to them, you know, and they say, oh, we're praying for you. I said, well, it's, it's working. I always say, thank you very much. It's working. And, and they're an integral part of our team. They really are. Um, and uh, to see those answers to prayer is just so exciting
0: and uh, impactful. Uh, It's one thing, isn't it, to pray for Christian missionaries serving on the front line, or even for people who are in, you know, ministry might be the pastor in your local church, but what about people who are not in what you'd call a Christian ministry role, people who are medical staff, uh, working, uh, caring for people who are sick and dying, or police uh, who are on the front lines and facing, you know, some level of danger and violence uh, as they're working through issues around crime and uh, drug trafficking, those sorts of things? What about adopting those sorts of people as part of your prayer life?
1: Absolutely, I, I am absolutely convinced that 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 we can we can move things by praying for the, for those people. Really can. I mean, and we've seen it. I mean, I mean, you don't always see the answers to your prayer and w- when you're praying for people you know, outside your sphere of influence. But it, it happens. Again, several years ago, back probably just after the turn of the century, um, I was praying one day, and, and I just felt to concentrate and pray for the police and, and, and against drugs. I just had this, something just came over me, and I went, yeah, we, you know, the police really need, to know where these drug drug traffickers are. And uh, so there was a period of two or three days where I, you know, brought into my daily prayers. And about a week later, you turn on the news for the television that evening and uh, you see the headlines that the police have just stopped a drug shipment, which was the largest drug shipment coming in at that point in time. Now, there's been others since and the police are doing, you know, an amazing job. But I'm going, you know, you you could say, oh, well, that was just coincidence. Um, No, no, that's a God incident in my book.
0: (laughs) Sometimes we think of prayer as being only around issues of salvation and uh, the gospel going forward and a great commission, but protection for our communities. This is where this sort of thing praying for police comes under. Uh, I imagine that something very current too the idea of scientists who've been working on vaccines and those who are working on the sorts of treatments for people who are dealing with COVID-19 right now, an area where we can adopt people who are in the medical profession, uh, who are part of the scientific community, to be able to uh, just uh, bring the presence and power of God into their circumstance. What are your thoughts around those sorts of important issues today, Robert?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, my wife and I, we, we pray for those people. We we don't know anybody specifically by name, other than what we see on the television from time to time. But we we pray into that, and uh, um, you know sometimes we see see things that are, that are going wrong in the world or or, or bad, um, and and we kind of go oh we just put it over there It's in the too hard basket or maybe God's not you know really not interested in that. As you said, we just got to pray for people to get saved. God is interested in this world. And God has, has raised up a voice in this world called his church. And, and, and worldwide, uh, I, I mean, there are, there are people in, in, across the world, there, there are people who are atheists that still acknowledge the impact of Christianity on the world today. And a part of that impact that Christianity has is the power of prayer.
0: Let's bring this back because you're the founder of this movement called the Million Praying Men. Let's bring this back to men for a moment. Uh, And it's all very well for men to get together in a men's ministry gathering. Uh, There's a guest speaker or someone sharing testimonies. Uh, This idea of relationships between men, because if you talk about, you know, people working in a ministry role or medical staff on the front line caring for people, police Uh, ambulance, uh, fireys, all sorts of people like this who might be a part of your men's group. How important do you think it is for men to be praying for one another, not just for deepening spiritual issues, but for breakthroughs and protection and ways that they might be excelling in their role that they have, uh, which is in their area of gift and in their area of work? What are your thoughts for men praying for each other?
1: Again, an absolute necessity. You know, I've, I've I've met with different men's groups over the years, and uh, one of the most exciting ones is is when they have a testimony time before you know before their guest speaker. And uh, by the time I get up to speak, I'm going, <laughs> they really don't need to hear from me, <laughs> because they start talking about praying for one another, and, and and you hear this, you know, guy gets up and says. You know, guys, you prayed for me the other week and, you know, I was going through this, da-da-da-da, and this happened at work, but I can tell you the following week it all changed, it all turned around and, you know, oh, things are great now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just powerful. I mean, God answers prayer, Neil. Well, either the
0: problem is getting deeper or it's lightening up. And, uh, you know, you might say it's some coincidence that it's lightening up and getting easier. But when we're praying for one another, uh, it's going to lighten the load. Uh, We're bringing the power of God into the circumstances of other people in our close community. Uh, Robin, great getting your insights once again. You're an encouragement because you encourage people to be constant, and consistent and persistent with prayer. The founder of Million Praying Men, the website is millionprayingmen.com. I know that people can visit that website and subscribe to your newsletters. Uh, Always very encouraging. Uh, Robin, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts once again with us today on
1: 2020. It's been a pleasure, Neil. And ladies are most welcome to sign up as well.